0: You know, So tell me man The last fight um, Dillashaw, He was he had some complaints About the stoppage Of the Situation that happened Yeah I think uh, I think you'd I think you'd uh, For me I think you'd want to Probably thank the Thank the ref man Thank the ref for stopping it Because I was I was going to kill the man Oh no <laughs> <laughs> Oh no Hello, this is Mike Tyson. We have another episode of Hot Boxing. And my co-host here is Evan.
1: Hey, everybody. How's it going? Another great day, brother. Beautiful day outside.
0: Man, I'm just so happy now. Well, we
1: got a great guest, man. Who is this guy?
0: Henry, tell us about yourself. The current
1: flyweight champion of the UFC, Henry Cejudo. Great to have you, man.
0: And Henry's going up for the welterweight title, too, huh? Badum weight. Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. but
2: thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. It's uh it's an honor to be here with with one of the legends right here Mike Tyson. Man, thank you for having me, Mike. Yeah. I appreciate it, Where well, are you from, Tyson. Henry? Uh originally from uh, actually from here. Originally from LA. Yeah. Born in uh, born in South Central back in back in 87. I think that was around when you won uh, yeah, your first man, world title, yeah, right? Yeah, you
0: one when I won my title. Yeah, yeah so you're
2: yeah, 88? Yeah, 87 so. 86, something
0: 86 like that. Wow. Man,
2: don't matter. He's got it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, cool. Just, uh, so I grew up out here. grew up in, uh, I'm sorry, grew up in Arizona. So lived in, lived in L.A., lived there for five years in South Central, born MLK Hospital, and then eventually, uh, you know, eventually just resided in Arizona, and uh, that's kind of where I live now.
0: How did you get involved with boxing? I mean, fighting?
2: Um, I, I think as a, as a kid. And I think sometimes it's uh, you can say it's the nature and the nurture of it, right? A kid from the ghetto, a kid that kind of grew up fighting. It's the it's the 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 struggle of it. I, I guess it's it's through nature and nurture. But I, I got into it because
0: I've always been this. Uh, you know, not sp- all great street fighters and guys that's tough in the street get into boxing. Mm. They don't all get into fighting; to go to other directions.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, that's actually kind of how I so I started wrestling first, eleven years old. And then uh and then you know, eventually I got into I got into boxing, so I have a lot of respect. I did amateur boxing for uh for some time, so it's been uh it's been a journey and a half, man, but you know, just excited and happy to be here, man. Awesome.
0: You know, so tell me man, the last fight, um Dillashur, he was he had some complaints about the stoppage of the situation that happened.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think you I think you uh, for me I think you'd want to probably thank the thank the ref man thank the ref for stopping it because I was I was gonna kill the man.
0: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
2: Oh. So a lot of people say you know, but it's 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 the fight biz, man. It's yeah, you know, it and, and, and deep down inside, I mean, I think I think Mike, you can you, you can attest to this. Is you know, we're all kind of sore losers.
0: You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we sometimes we can't accept it. Yeah, it sucks. And some, yeah.
2: and I think some people just d- demonstrated more, and yeah. uh, you know TJ. Yeah, TJ's TJ's really pissed off. Yeah, he's really. I mean, like I said, I would have wished the ref would have allowed it. Maybe another, another, uh, another ten seconds just to, just to kind of finish the job. Get that I guess tap out. Huh? Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: So, but taking out a legend like him, man it's it's it, it feels good, man. It's 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 good to be it's good to be in my position right now, man. Especially with them trying to get rid of the flywood division. Mm. Getting rid of my division, so.
0: Why would they do that? How would they be entitled to do it? Not enough people in the division?
2: Yeah. Well, no, it's not that. It's just I think the UFC has always found our division a little, you know, a little boring, I guess you could say. Remember, Demetrius Johnson dominated this, this division for the last freaking 12, you know, for the last, I think the last six, seven years until I beat him. You know, Demetrius Johnson was such a dominant fighter. But he really wasn't much of a showman, like the UFC wanted. So he was beating everybody up. He was dominating everybody, so the division sucks. But the the reality is, is I felt like he had to be a little more showman, man. Mm. And there's a little, and there's a little credit that you have to give Conor, man, whether you like him or not. He's putting us on
0: the map. You know, there's a lot of fighters out there like that. They're great fighters, but they have no showmanship. They have no character. No one wants to see them. You know, no one's interested. Yeah, they're not colorful enough.
2: Yeah. Right. And I think and I think that's part of it, Mike. I think that's that's just that's what it is. But now that I'm here, I man, like I wanna I wanna resurrect that. You know, coming out with the snake when I beat it to the ground, I mean things like that. I mean that's that's being a showman. Like it has nothing to do with me me being a punk or whatever.
1: Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah,
2: And plus, and, and, I, and absolutely, you mean it, though, too, at the same time. For you're, sure. You're, you're describing your mind to your opponents, like, I'm going to grab that
0: snake, I'm going to whip it on its head, and I'm going to kill it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah, man. That was
0: the thing. When I was fighting the same thing, I had the you know, unpredictable, psycho, tough guy and stuff that what the people liked and stuff.
1: Was that a conscious choice for you,
0: Mike? Yeah, I knew that's that's just the role I had to go.
1: You were going out as the monster.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So talk a little bit about that, man, as a fighter and sort of developing your character on the stage. Because that's what it is, right? I mean, that's kind—that's of, what Connor does, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, is he like that talking shit? Like if we were hanging out here, would he be just talking shit? He might be.
2: Yeah, no, he, he he's a good guy, man. I think I think it's, it's a bit of persona, but I think now he's at the point where I think he's actually starting to believe it. Mm. And that's the scary thing. Because now it's we like, We sometimes
0: hey. get delusional fighters. We get delusional. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. And I've always tried to maintain myself, like, knowing this. Like, hey, man, I- I'm good. I'm great. I'm a world champ, but I'm not.
0: I'm not. Sometimes, I'm not, sometimes we believe we're, we're God's fighters. We're <laughs> human. Yeah. You know, we're not <laughs> human. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's powerful. Yeah. Fighters are a trip.
2: Like, I don't want to say it, but it's, uh, that's powerful, what Mike said, you know? Absolutely. Like, we're. We're we're, we're we're David you know? yeah, we're... always,
1: no matter who you're fighting, mm-hmm. you feel as though you're the underdog, and you have to be ready to kill
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think that's a really interesting thing about the warrior's path, you know, because you reach this certain level of success you've defeated so many opponents, and your ego Really begins can begin to take over if you don't keep it in check. Yeah. How do you keep that in check, Henry?
2: It's a it's a healthy it's a healthy nervous. Like you have to be you have to be healthy nervous. You know, you got to be confident, but you have to have that healthy nervous. If you don't have that healthy nervous, dude, you're really you're really over your head, man. Mm. And if you don't check that, what happens is is fighters start to they they start to lose and it becomes a domino effect, you know. And it's it it's and then later you just start hating the sport, man. And it it happens to yes, it happens.
1: Mm. You start hating the sport. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That happened to me in football yeah, me too. Yeah, I started hating it. That healthy nervous feeling. That's this feeling of I've always got to be training my ass off, preparing the best I can because. I could lose.
2: I'd I'd say that and probably uh, a bit of of respect for your opponent. Mm. Like, you have to be like, hey, man, this dude could possibly beat me. And you got to see all these strengths and all these weaknesses. You got to analyze everything that you know about yourself and then everything that you know about him. And then you'll reflect on the strengths and and weaknesses. Like, it's very... uh, it's very profound. It's very profound for you to think like that. Mm. If, if you ain't thinking like that, man, it's it starts internal, man. Like this is an, i don't want to say it's all in your head because that's very cliche. It's internal, it's something much deeper than than than
0: than than than, 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 than passion. Mm. It is also you can't explain it because like on the flip side, then there's other guys when their egos take them like this. I don't gotta train for him. Mm-hmm. The fucking bum. Mm-hmm. On my worst day, I can beat him. I'm bigger than him. Yeah, if people think, like, oh, man, the, the ego is just takes you to dark places. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's scary, man.
1: That's why you need the toad. Yeah. Every once in a while, check in with the toad. You know about the toad, yeah, Henry? I
0: didn't know about the toad. You know about the toad, Henry? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, man. Explain some <laughs> of the toads to Henry. Henry's laughing now. <laughs> Hold on. It, it, it sounds funny. I mean, yeah, nobody, it does, nobody bro. names something like that. The toad? It's actually a toad. It's actually a toad in the Sonoran Desert. It's
1: a Sonoran Desert in toad. in
0: Mexico, perhaps. Mm-hmm. In right? in Mexico. And uh, it hibernates like 10 months out of the year. And. When you capture it, it had venom in its um, in its paws, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you bu- open it up, you bust it, and you put it, on, and it busts, shoot out on the wind, on the glass, it hardens it. You take it off the glass, you put it in your pipe, you smoke it, and then you um, you become reborn again. Oh, Damn.
1: Hmm. Have you heard of DMT? DMT, ayahuasca. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, ayahuasca. Yeah. So. You know, what Mike's talking about is you experience like an ego death. You die. You see all of your trauma and pain and everything that's happened to you in your life, and it really comes together in a way that gives you context about, you know, who you are and what your purpose is, and people are cured of addiction and depression and anxiety, all of this stuff from doing this toad. And what it does is, I think, is it shows you that we are all connected, yeah. You know, that we are all part of. Henry's like, I've smoked a little too much weed, dude. It's getting <laughs> weird in here. <laughs> like, uh,
2: uh, it's getting weird, it's, bro. It's cold. It's getting it's
0: getting it's getting cold in here. <laughs> I died and came back to life and resurrected my life. Really? Yeah, man.
1: I think it's an incredible medicine for fighters, for any warrior, you know, because it it brings you back to that place, you know, of humility and love. And so that it's a good balance for you in the midst of having to prepare yourself for battle over and over again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just wow. interesting, man. Um man, Henry
2: that's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy, all these all these different natural remedies that, yes. that blow your mind.
0: Are, uh... Blow your mind, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Please blow your and mind.
2: Ev- and everything's out there, man. Us as humans, we have to discover that. Yeah. You know.
0: No, people. People inform us. We just not have to know how to read the messages, you know, and have to listen. don't yeah. know how to listen. Right.
1: Mm. Mike's like hanging out with a sage, you know. Like the, <laughs> <laughs> he's like the the wise elder dude of the
0: tribe. It's crazy. No, but you know, a lot of people tried to inform us when we were younger. We didn't want to listen. Yeah. 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 Listen, before I involved myself with the toad. Listen, I don't think nobody could tell me shit. I think I've seen the world a couple of times. I've been around some interesting people, and I didn't think nobody could tell me <laughs> shit. You know, and then I did the toad, and I'm like, fuck, I realized I didn't know anything. I realized I was afraid all those years. I was actually afraid. You know, when I look my when that ego death start going on, I said, oh, God, I'm dying Fuck! I was crying to the guy. I'm dying on. I'm dying because I was so afraid. I didn't know how to live without my ego. You don't know how to live without like somebody confronting you. Because like, what motherfucker? Or something. But when your ego is gone, somebody confronts you. You're like, fuck. What do I do? You know? And that was this real scary situation for me. You know, I used to know what to do. I thought I was dying. I used to know what to do. I was fuck. I'm missing my kids, my wife. Everything's leaving me. Fuck. And I was happy with it.
1: It's powerful medicine, dude. It's powerful.
0: Man, you guys got me thinking, man.
1: man
2: I, I, I want some of this toe. Then
0: I, that's just what I said to yeah. <laughs> so the guy. got to say, where is this stuff? <laughs> yeah, let me try this. Let me let try, me try this shit. <laughs> 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 Same thing I said. I want to try that stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. It's miraculous, dude. It lasts 15 dude.
0: minutes, but it's like forever. 15 minutes is a long time in your head. Yeah. God, in your head, 15 minutes is a long time. Godly! Oh, my God. Can oh, so it's eternity. only 15 minutes. I thought yeah, it was like... like two hours.
1: It's a 15 minute blast off.
0: Oh, man. You don't want more than 15 minutes, man. <laughs> you don't want more? Holy <laughs> shit. Can you imagine that? More than 15 minutes with that stuff? Wow. <laughs> well, you know,
1: ayahuasca, which is a little bit less intense. That's like twelve hours. Yeah, I couldn't handle that stuff. That's a twelve hour ride.
0: That one thing that one head of a boom and you just go wow your light flashes right in front of you, man. You stop breathing and you're like, Fuck hearing music and sounds taking you places. Yeah.
2: It's like it's like have you ever had an experience with death?
0: That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's just what it is. You die there.
2: No, no, uh, besides, besides, you know, doing something like, a, besides doing a natural remedy, have you ever, like, s- s- got caught, like, almost drowning in Near sea? Near-death experience? No, yeah.
0: some people shot at me, but I ran and got away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well,
1: that's what this is, Henry. Tell us about Have you had one?
2: I've had, and that's that's kind of how when Tyson talks about that you know, you're like your life flashes before your eyes. It's it's death,
1: yeah,
2: is what kind of flashes before your eyes. But it's, it's like a, it's this it's this memory. It's this video that goes through you, but you're it's it's in real motion. It's like you're it's like you're watching yourself right now. It's just seeing your whole life just go like you know run through your eyes, you know, and your mind, and you're just like so. When you're talking about that experience, I'm just like I, that's what I thought of. Like it's real, man. Like yeah. it's real, like, dude. I, I this is this is crazy. Like, I'm
0: dead, or I'm or I'm be- or I'm coming alive. But listen, the holy thing is, it's nothing physical at all. It's all psychological. You don't feel nothing. You don't touch nothing. It's just all what you see. It's all visual stuff.
1: Henry, tell us about your near death experience.
2: <laughs> um, you know, it was uh, poof. it was it was uh, it was a few years ago, and they uh. No, I'm sorry. It was about a couple of years ago, man. I, I got caught up in the California, the Santa Rosa fires. And I had to escape from uh, from a hotel, you know, to... Uh, I had to jump
0: out the window, dude. I was, like, the last one to get out. Oh. <laughs> I don't right. know what the hell I would do if I was in there. I, I didn't know if I could handle no fire. Every time you run into blazes, you can't <laughs> breathe, you can't see. So
2: hot. I'm talking about, like, the whole hotel was just lit, lit up, lit up on fire, and I freaking jumped out. Like, three-fourths of it was, like done everything all the houses in front of me they're all burnt to sticks cars on fire the a building's next to me on fire and I'm jumping out that window Whoa. But, but that's kind of what survival. happens yeah that's what happens like your your life flashes before your eyes it, like it's like shit becomes
0: real mm. oh, man,
1: <laughs> mm. Mm. <clears throat> well in those experiences they say you're getting a hit of your own natural DMT because DMT is produced in your third eye, in your pineal gland. And you get a hit of it when you're born. When you come into your mother's womb, there's your first hit of DMT. And then your next hit of DMT, you get two in your life, is when you die. So having a near-death experience, they say, could trigger a blast of DMT naturally. So that's why people say, oh, I, felt, I saw my life flash before my eyes. Because you did. That was your soul going. Oh fuck!
0: It's time to go. And listen, right, it's um, it's wearing on I mean, you because um, I did it around three times, and I want to do it again. But I'm so scared to do it again. Fuck. You know
2: what I mean? Your life flashes I'm before so your eyes. Your life flashes before your eyes. If if that's the feeling, Mike, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's.
0: <laughs> and you're watching it. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, some people do it once. Some people do it one time. Some people never do it. Some people are like crazy about it. Do it all the time.
2: So are you guys are you guys tempting me?
1: Hey man, we're just offering it that this is <laughs> this is an option in the world. You know? That when you're ready, it's, I think I believe that you're called to these medicines, you know. You start seeing them, you start hearing about them, you start educating yourself, and then the time is right for you to do it, you know, but that's on your journey. It's not about somebody going, here, dude, it's time now. That's not what it is, yeah, you know? Yeah, right, right. But dude, let's get back to the real world. Let's get back to reality. <laughs> you brought your beautiful championship belt. Man, what did it feel like to win that, to earn that? Um...
0: Thats Satisf- a really high standing fighter, you know what I mean high quality fighter yeah
2: it's uh it's a satisfaction it's a satisfaction feeling that that lets you know uh that lets you know, okay, everything that I've been doing is right hmm. every I, finally, the stuff that I'm thinking up here is manifesting physically and uh it, so it, it's more of a feeling to me like being a world champion is more of a, those feelings to me. It's not It's not so much the number, but it's the emotion that comes with winning that belt. Because in every camp, you get hurt. In every camp, a lot of things happen and you don't, you know, you start, the, the doubt starts to enter you. And you had to make sure to check it. So when you win and you win a big fight like that against a very high opponent, man, it's like, all right, man. I I, I may be an. I, I, you become kind of an a, a legend, man. Like an instant legend, though, because you beat... Demetrius Johnson, who's probably one of the greatest of all time, and then you go out and you beat the greatest bantamweight of all times, like Dude, I'm On top of that, you know, being the best in the world in another sport, it's it, 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 it leaves my print in the sport in some way, you know, and, and that's special to me to be able to Like, you know, what I I I knocked, it. I, I did this.
0: Yeah, I always, when I was fighting, I always wanted to be a part of that fraternity. I wanted them to know my name. You know, when I'm dead And this thing, you know, my name is, you know, implanted in this fraternity here. There, you know, thousands of guys are going to come after I die and say, you know, you're there and they'll see your picture and shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's powerful, man, to leave your mark on your sport. Yeah. So... That's that's more the celebrations to me, I guess for the
2: most part. So it you know it just it means the world to me, man. It really does.
1: That's cool, man. You've been working since you were eleven. Yeah. How many
0: brothers and sisters you have?
2: I'm uh, I'm one of seven kids. Yeah. So one of seven, I have. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, t- uh, three other brothers and then three sisters. So I can I come from a big
1: big family. How was that?
2: Yeah, um, tell me. Uh, the 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 upbringing is you know. Did typical. you all fight as a family?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah got we in trouble, it, they all came out and fought. <laughs> yeah, very uh,
2: <laughs> very you know very uh, you know it's a minority family Mexicans you know we're all close but you know you, you do fight a lot as a family man you know so the upbringing was uh, was was very we fought a lot but at the same time it's we helped each other a lot you know we, we showed each other love. So I come from that kind of type of family.
0: You're still yeah. close to it, your brothers and sisters now? Yeah,
2: yeah, all of them, my brothers and sisters, they're all They come to the your fights? Yeah, they all come to my fights. So the only one that doesn't come to my fight is my mom. She really?
0: Yeah,
1: she don't. She doesn't like it. She don't like that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's tough to watch yeah. your baby get, get into a fucking <laughs> yeah. fist fight, dude.
2: <laughs> right. It's, uh, it's hard, man. What about you, Mike? Anybody, uh... Uh, the people that you grew up with, anybody ever anybody ever not come to your fights or not like you fighting? Did your mom like you fighting? No,
0: my mother passed away before I started fighting. Um, no, um, I wasn't one of those guys that people say, oh, God, he's going to get hurt. You know what I mean? I was just one of those um, imposing figures at that particular time that, you know, I was the guy doing the damage. You know, you're so sorry for the other guy. You know what I mean? I don't know. I used to have that that kind of affection for people. They felt sorry. They didn't think I was going to get hurt. They never thought I was going to get hurt and stuff like that So I got hurt. Yeah. What was the first time you got hurt, Mike?
1: Did you get hurt in a fight?
0: Yeah. Um. I lost my fight in 1990 in Japan with Buster Douglas and stuff. People were really worried and concerned and stuff because I had a really big eye intrusion. Mm. And – um. I've never lost before, but I've lost as an amateur before, and I understood loss. I never, I thought a loss as an amateur at fifteen was just as big as the loss as being champ of the world in me at the time. this the thought of losing, and my my ego and my 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 psychological way of looking at fighting and the act of losing, is really um, gave me a really um, bad psychological opinion about myself. That I didn't do something right, which is normally the case. In a loss, yeah. But you learn so much from your losses. Absolutely, absolutely. Very painful. And you have to take a yeah. um, inside look at yourself and your character, and decide if this is what you really want to do. Do you really want to take a possibility of going through that again?
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's deep, and I think that's what I think that's what's made him the best in the world. Hmm. Is the way he the way you with the way you carry a loss these are a lot a lot of a lot of people have to a lot of people have to uh almost really how can i say it work on work on the mind to uh, to understand what it's like to to accept defeat but not become bitter because of it or too bitter they can turn around and bite you in the
0: butt too yeah, you give yourself a dark shadow. <clears throat> It's all about just knowing that this is this is a sport, and we're two guys, and the best man wins, mm. and there's no fight afterwards.
1: It's not personal.
0: No, I always have that objective. Nothing's personal.
1: Mm. Henry, have you had a tough loss that you know you learned a lot from.
2: Yeah, uh, I'd say uh, losing to Demetrius the first time for the when I fought him the first time, you know, he beat me in like. He knocked me out in two minutes, man. Two minutes and 36 seconds. To the body.
0: I don't know. You've ever been stopped to the body? Not to listen, my first time I ever boxed somebody, he hit me in the body. And I just went down right away. And if yeah. I don't know what the hell I he hit me in the body. I went down right away. I jumped back yeah. up. I, I I stopped breathing. I couldn't breathe. Yeah. And, I, you know, I equated to not breathing to dying. Yeah. And I couldn't breathe. And I used to know what the fuck. Oh. <laughs>
1: Wow. <laughs> it couldn't come out. This wind knocked out yeah, of you. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell man. was going
0: I couldn't even cry, but I wanted to cry, but I, it's no it air, no nothing. I couldn't do anything. Man,
1: That's what you felt, Henry? That's what I felt,
2: man. But it, at the same time, it physically, it hurts. Yeah. Physically, it
0: hurts, but it's more... Um... And it hurts when you go to the bathroom and take a shit after that. Oh, okay? <laughs> you got to take a shit. God, oh, it hurts so bad. So sore? Yeah. Yeah,
2: uh, uh. <laughs> But anyways But it, it's also very hum- Humiliating mm. Because you're conscious of, A knockout is different man If you get knocked out it puts right. me out I'm out I wake up And I'm just like Hey what happened Is it Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hum- humiliating Because you get hit to the body Dude you can You're conscious And you're just curling up Like a little
0: girl You know
1: Yeah Because your system's Just shutting down
0: no, listen, this is this is something about body punches, right? Anybody right, anybody could I don't care who you are, how tough you are, anybody can make a boom, get hit in the chin get knocked out, and black out. Hmm. And it's over. You just got hit in the blacked out, you just <laughs> shit blacked out. You get hit in the stomach, right? You make a decision, hey, I don't wanna do this shit no more. Hmm. You know what I mean? You just can't move no more because that's what happens. Yeah. Your body shuts down. So the next time you fought them. How did you defend from his body punches?
2: Well, I that but that's what I'm saying I had to uh um I had to really strengthen my core. I had a that was one of the, one of the areas and and, and I, but I think more importantly than that is making sure that my weight cut was done even better, correctly. And that's kind of what fatigued me. It was it was a it was a few things, man. And then the problem is, is, when you get hit to the body, you get stopped. You start to be very cautious with your body, man. You, you change You could change as a fighter. You got
0: it. You could change, as a, you hmm.
2: you could change as a fighter because you're so f- fearful. See, right I was
0: now. always a smaller guy, and everybody's always taller than me, so it was very hard for them to get to my body. So they normally do headshots, and so I knew where they had to throw punches at.
1: So you took a lot of head, shoulder shots?
0: Yeah. Also, I don't take the shot at all.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: You learn from it. You move on. And uh, as a competitor, I think I, I had him on my hit list. Like, really, look, it, it became personal almost. Mm. Uh, a defeat like that becomes extremely personal. It became extremely personal to me. So I knew that I, I, I knew that I I had to sacrifice a lot to to beat to beat a man at his caliber. Like, hey man, if I if I thought I was doing shit right, then, whew, it it just got worse.
1: It showed you what you had to do to yeah. get to that next level. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite fighter growing up? Is there somebody you watched? Somebody you idolized?
2: Um, it, it actually it started it started more with boxing actually, and, and even still till this day, like I almost prefer watching a good high like world championship uh, boxing fight than it's gonna coming. be
0: hard to see one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not doing that anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> But if you could find somebody like if if you you get too good like you know, Triple G Canelo was a good fight. Triple G Canelo was a good fight. I, I would prefer watching a a boxing fight like that than probably any UFC fight in, in the world. Hmm. I really do. Because boxing the the world is so it's so ancient, it's 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 reached its peak. I mean it's it's at its best. Boxing. Yeah, where where MMA is still evolving.
0: Mm. But MMA got some awesome personalities in there. You got John Jones, got Conor, and got other, other little guys here that people don't got enough of. um. What's the new guy? Israel, he got an awesome personality. Got Henry. Yeah, all I'm talking about all those guys. He's in that category, too. Yeah, no doubt. All the new guys.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. It's definitely exciting.
0: It's know? just too emotional. Um, if you're a fighter, which I was a fighter, and you should know you should know you're the top professional athlete. If you're if you're mostly attached to somebody like a fighter, somebody, if he lose, you feel like shit. You yeah, shit. You want to fucking knock the other. You know, your but you experiment. You want to fight the other guy, or somebody in this fucking clan. or something. Yeah. You're really mad. Yeah. You got to be True. cool. You know, your, your, your passions are too high in fighting. You always got to be cool. Control yourself. It's amazing. There's
1: not more mayhem at these fights. More fights don't break out on the sides, you know?
0: Well, it happens. You saw it happen. with yeah. Even and Conor, you know, it got overheated oh, yeah. and stuff. It happens with human beings, you know?
1: Yeah. So what's your next thing, man? What are you doing right now? Yeah, you're open
0: for some acting gigs
1: anything. Oh, <laughs> <say? Huh>, acting? <laughs> I see that.
2: Yeah, take over, take over, take over Latin America, right? Hell Start yeah, doing brother. Some, some soap operas. They had a uh, big
0: audience over there. Yeah. Yes. Do it.
2: Man, I think it, I was in a – it could be possible, you know. Hell <laughs> could yeah, be, bro. I could be Mr. Mr. Casanova every <laughs> night, Saturday, 7 p.m., Telemundo. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah, dude. Yeah. Put it out there.
2: Bring that money in. No, I actually I, – I would I, I would like to uh, get into – after I'm done the finance, I want to get into real estate. I really, uh, I, I you know, I, I love the sport of MMA. I love wrestling, but I could never, uh, I could never do it, man. Because I, I understand the commitment that it has. So I wanna, I want freedom in my life, man. So I want, I want to get into real estate and, uh, and uh, I, I want to continue to keep like doing motivational speaking and whatnot, like all across the country.
1: It's great, man. How many more fights do you think you got in you?
0: <laughs> These are hard questions. well You can have a lot of fights in you, but you only want certain amount. Hey, dude, we're not in here just 20 fucking you. around. You, you know? can have yeah. twenty in you, but you only want three. Yeah,
2: yeah, damn. That's a that's that's a that's a good way to put it. Right. That's a good way to put it because the body could take a lot, or it can't take that much. But you're thinking, you're just thinking differently, thinking more, and you're but you're giving less. So I think that I think that talks yet to be determined, man. Mm. I don't see myself going past 34, though. How old are you?
1: I just turned 32, 34, 35. Oh, you're 87. 87. Me too. Okay. I'll be 32 in October.
0: Oh, okay. Fuck, yeah, that's I remember 87 so good, man. It was one of my best years. Got your year yeah, bro. We came in in Mike's best year. Fuck, Fuck yeah! I'm living it. I'm just a young, stupid kid living it. We up, were feeling
1: man. that energy, dude. We were like, let's drop into that shit.
0: <laughs> Shit.
1: That's
2: cool, man. That's that's cool when you do meet somebody that's that's your year, man. It's like yeah. it becomes there's
1: there's camaraderie, there. there's a
2: there's a connection. There, yeah, man.
0: yeah, for sure. But I just had my Not birthday. too many sixty six, man. We had bad drug errors and all that stuff. These guys all yeah. gang gangbangers and all that stuff, man. The eighties wiped the sixty babies out. Henry,
1: tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like being born in eighty seven. Coming up in the early 90s, we have this really interesting experience of, like, seeing the internet come up and seeing social media be created. And we were really at the time to, like grow with all this shit
0: no we had the phone had ding, ding, you have to ring the phone like that
1: <laughs> yes
0: tyson's going back another two generations <laughs> over here
2: yeah
1: dude that's what we do man
2: i say we're we're
1: <laughs> but don't you think that's interesting
2: i have a nephew who's who's 23 or 24 and i still feel like even that's the separation yeah. for me. yeah for sure you know like th- that generation is yeah like the, the well you really have much.
1: a turning point too in your, when you turn get into your 30s i mean something really happens like 27 to 30 shit starts to really change i think in just your mentality about what life is you know mm-hmm. you get more focused you know you get more just dialed in man you know you you've got less time for bullshit you've seen some stuff you've learned a lot
0: you know, your 20s are a tough time. And then when you get in your 50s like me, you start one guy. I'm going to still be able to fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, golly, Mike, you got some good herbs for that, dude. Yeah, tell me about that.
2: You better be taking good a lot herbs. of that toad if you're gonna... yeah, totally going
1: to. Yeah, toad. Keep the toad going. Well, there's some great herbs, man. Ginseng. This gyno <laughs> stemma tea. It's fucking, it's awesome. It's like horny goat weed. Getting Have you heard 50, of that?
0: Getting, yeah, I heard of that. Getting in your 50s, man. You've seen so much. I mean, I remember when, um, I can remember when rap first blew up, you know, when it first started. The only thing we just do was R&B before. Then rap just blew up. Sugar Delight. Rap is delight. I mean,
1: you know this guy used to hang out with Tupac?
0: Yeah, Tupac you know, was no, it's just so wild to see this guy was um this guy is now almost like a saint now, you know? So legendary.
1: Thanks. So legendary, dude.
2: Yeah. How was it? How was it how was it uh hanging out with uh with, with
0: two? Did you call it two or two pop? No, it's Pac or Tupac. Pac. Listen, the guy is just amazing. Listen, he got shot. I'm in, I'm, I'm in prison. So he got shot. I'm in prison. So I want to hear about somebody say, "Your Mike, man, your, your boy, because he came and visited me." So somebody, um, I'm coming from the gym, and I guess somebody else is coming from the child hall. And somebody said, "Your Mike, your, your man that you that came visit you, I think he got he they hit him up or something crazy to that effect." And so I got, I ran, I went to my. Um, is this when he was killed? No, I went to the shot. Yeah, yeah. In, in New York, and I, and I got three way, and then I three wayed um, to where he was. I think he in the house, or he came somewhere. I don't know where he was, but I talked to him, and um, he was telling me it was it was it was just crazy, and I don't know what happened, but um, it was it was just really bad. He he got shot up really bad, and um, I asked myself who it was it. He had said he had mentioned some names who it was. You know, he knew who it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do we know who it was? In the huh? public,
1: does the public
0: know who that was? Well, I don't know. They probably do, but it's just anybody yeah. have you know, everybody um have their conspiracy, conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. who done it? But you know, Tupac said who done it. Shit was so crazy then, dude. They were shooting each other,
1: fucking killing each other. Yeah. Yeah, over over entertainment really, if yeah, you think about it's it. It's like over uh over what? I no, it's all
0: about um East Coast, money. West Coast. Yeah, it's all about Over money. poetry.
1: Hey dude, T-Pock, we used to kill each, each other a poet. We used to kill each other over a whole lot less. I mean, somebody fucking a pair of Jordans. Pokemon. Life, cards.
0: Is, life wasn't worth anything in the eighties, man. Life was worth nothing in the eighties, man. But think about even. the epidemic was just—it was—it was real, man. People just—you're walking over people in the streets in the big city. You're walking over people. Fuck. You got people walking staggering across right across from you, walking in front of you. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. What do you people, think, Henry? Yeah. What do you think?
2: I'm just thinking how strong this weed is.
1: <laughs> hey, that's a good
2: thing, weed, Mike. bro. I, see, my, I see Mike trying to light up that joint for about the last 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mike, you need a fresh? <laughs> I'm working out. I'm okay. You're good? Somebody
2: please help Mike Tyson, man. I'll be honest with you, Mike. I'm. Dude, Why you- I've always, I you know, as a man, you always per- you always portrayed your very... Uh, you know, as somebody that grew up watching you, watching your ranks or whatnot, and know, knowing about you, you come out like this freak, this beast, man. Like, dude, don't you just you don't cross that beast.
0: No, that's from like back in the day, man. <laughs> that's only like when I was trying to do that bullshit, in there, You know, what I'm trying to
2: do No, no, but I, what I'm saying is that that's the persona that a lot of a lot of us have have about you. Nah,
0: I mean, it's all about love, man. Isn't he yeah. amazing? Yeah, you just hang love.
2: out with this guy. I'm love like, love. man, Tyson's like, I was like, I was, I'm kind
0: of, I'm, I'm still afraid of him. no, nah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm Every afraid of, I'm afraid of that guy. That guy gets you in a lot of trouble, man. <laughs> Shit. I'm yeah, I'm afraid of that guy too, man. I, just, I love the way I am now. I love the world of weed I'm in. I love the association I am with the guys here. This is just heaven. Did you awesome. did you
2: start did you start smoking uh, recently?
0: I've really? smoked all my life, but um. <laughs> They had me. I, I used other drugs too, and I used liquor, and I used a lot of prescription drugs, and I was mixing all that stuff, and I was just, oh man, I was a mess, man. I was suicidal. I was in the psych ward a couple of times. Okay, Mike, let's do a little
1: juxtaposition. Go for it. Old Mike yeah. or pre toed Mike, what was your favorite drug? I don't
0: know. The toad makes you don't even want to think about even drugs no uh, more. I
1: knew I knew you were gonna say the toad was just the end yeah. all.
0: You don't even want to think about that stuff no more. You know I mean? You just want to think about having a better life. Yeah. And how much um if you just get out of your own way, how much life is on your side.
1: Yeah. What do we're you think? What do you think about weed, man? Because it's like, you know, it's so stigmatized. And yet it's just it helps in so many ways. And what does it do for you, do you think?
0: Hey, listen, man. This is what I know what it does. I know without it, I'm a miserable motherfucker. I'm an irritable, miserable, not kind to be around guy, you know? would it, I love everybody. I know it sounds weird and strange. It just is relaxing me. It, um, it evokes feelings of just happiness with me hmm. and Relaxation.
1: Such a good answer.
0: Some countries I don't go to because if I'm there for more than a certain amount of time, I won't go. If I could, they, they ban weed. I won't go. Hmm. I don't care how much they pay me. I won't. I just can't. I, I wouldn't be. I, people wouldn't like me. I wouldn't be nice. I'm just miserable without it. I'm just miserable. It's really irritable. My wife wouldn't like me. No, it's just I couldn't do it. It's powerful, man. Because
1: so many people are walking around this country can't go ten minutes without a cigarette. Or, you know, that's terrible. Or popping (laughs) multiple pills just to get through the day. And yet, you know, with weed they want to think it's different.
0: You know, I know myself, without um supporting my friends and um cannabis, I would be it would just be an ugly story about me. It wouldn't have turned out pretty good. It's just very healing,
1: Henry. You didn't think this was going to be what the pod was, did you?
2: No, not really, man. I was, uh, <laughs> I was, spe- I was thinking more of a kind of like a CNN type interview. <laughs>
1: uh, hell no, dude. We get fucking real in here.
2: No, you guys. are like, you guys catch me by, you guys catch me by different
0: angles: left hook, right hand, <laughs> sneak attack.
1: Hell yeah, dude. This is the fucking. Mind ninja shit. Like <laughs> so <what> do, so <laughs> tell
0: ninja. me, what do you think, Henry, about um, immortality, death? It won't freak great, you out now. If you, you, you get in your 50s, you start thinking about that shit. Yeah.
2: And it's it's scary to hear your mom kind of talk about it. Like,
0: Yeah, if she's the older woman. They start talking about That's so when yeah. we get our age. We tell our kids, we, you know, fuck. Our kids look up and say, you look fine. What's wrong, dad? <laughs> I don't know. Baby. <laughs> we ain't going to have another 50 years Just something like that. <laughs> yeah.
2: It happens, um, it's,
0: it's, it's scary, obviously,
2: man, it's, you don't, you don't, you don't know when's, when your time is, man, so,
0: I mean, if, I hope, I hope when I die, I hope it's, I hope it's fast and quick. (laughs) Nah, sometimes, I don't know, I used to think that before I took the toad, then sometimes, um, the toad makes you just really open and willing to it, it it wasn't hard to die. When I took the toad, it wasn't difficult dying. Mm. (sighs) (laughs) It's
1: powerful, dude powerful you know this idea of immortality you know you've seen like vampire movies or you know whatever where somebody can't die it sounds like a curse when you really get to it because if you can never die then you're constantly just being put through watching everyone else around you That'd be, die. that's
0: worse than dying right Dying has to be glorious because life is glorious. and So th- life couldn't be glorious if death wasn't glorious. Mm. You know, we just never experienced death, you know what I mean, really in the way that we understand it. And we could tell somebody else what it's about, you know. We don't know that person experience when he dies, you know what I mean? No one knows where he goes. Uh, it's just black. Everything's just black and quiet. Look at this thing
1: right here, dude. It's just falling. Look at this thing. You see this? Hey, that little bug? It's right here. No, look. Look at this. Look at this. Right here? Yeah. Right here? What is that? What's these two, eh? The fuck is that? <laughs> are we tripping balls? It's smoke, man. <laughs> it's a discharge no, smoke. Is no, this think- weed this weed is laced with the toad. <laughs> I
0: can't it's believe the- you saw that shit,
1: man. You laced it up. I knew it. I knew it.
0: Can't I not believe You guys at? got me. Yes. What are you doing today, Hendy?
2: I'm gonna be go- uh I'm gonna be doing a couple I'm gonna I am going to i am just here out here doing some PR, man, for
0: you know, kinda just promotional what stuff. What are your agency working on investments? People are doing investments and doing some kind of sponsorships with you. Tic something. You gotta <laughs> look at <laughs> everything, man. You gotta look at everything. You got great teeth, so you gotta just think about things to your teeth. You gotta look at yourself and say, What's wrong with me? What is it that I need? I have beautiful teeth. You gotta feel my teeth. Mm. You gotta stop uh, you gotta stop not looking at yourself, you have to market yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean your money now. You got to market
2: yourself. Oh, so you're saying I can be like a, I can do commercials for TikTok? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you said I needed a no. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> you, okay,
2: Aye, you man. yeah. Come on, brother. That, you laced it with that toe nah. Mike. Now you're going <laughs> you to do a, it. an need at it. ESPN. You're going to be stunned. I knew as it, shit. guys? You solder. Blame Mike. The toothpaste. Blame Mike. You solder. Well, real quick, man.
1: Real quick. Thank you so much for coming on. Give a little shout out. Let us know where can people check you yeah, out? Where when, can when people they follow you? To anybody
0: does know where to get you anything at?
1: No. Uh, no, it's just my
2: Instagram, man. I just want to say more than anything, thank you, man. Thank you to the fans. Thank you. It's it, it, it's it's awesome being the chat, man. And it's it's thanks to you guys. Like it's you guys make it possible for us, man. You know, it's I know we're hard at sometimes we can't do everything for you guys and take pictures or whatnot, but uh just you know, thank you guys.
1: It's awesome, dude.
0: Cool shit. Man. Off
1: the rails episode, Mike. This was a good one. I agree. It was a good one. Thank you again, Henry. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck to you with everything.
0: Around and got that belt, to champ. <laughs> All right, the belt to chant, nigga. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro.
1: Carry that thing, dude. The
0: bill belt.
1: Until next time, everybody. This was hot boxing. Yes,
0: and I'm Mike Tyson.
1: I'm Evan Britton We'll see y'all next time. See. Ya. Peace. Thank you